welcome to the Twin Troopers podcast. My name is Eric, and I'm here with Tim. Hey, guys. Hey. Um, and this week, we're doing Luke Skywalker, Jedi Knight. You Not may- to be confused with Farmer Luke. With Farmer Luke. You may be saying to yourself, didn't they already do Luke Skywalker? No. And the answer is yes, we did. But <laughs> but we're rounding out our Jabba's Realm kind of character reviews. Jedi Luke is kind of one of the last little solo packs here that we want to go through before we uh, move our way out. The last unique figure, I guess, to come yeah. up with Jabba's Realm. Yeah. So oh, let's, uh, I don't you. know, just jump right in. Yeah, let's do it. Um, you want to do the stats? Yeah, so... Um, Luke Skywalker, Jedi Knight. Uh, traits are Force User, Leader, Brawler. Mm. Costs 12. Um, he has auto damage, auto evade. He has a surge for plus one damage, surge for pierce three. Um, then he has a, an ability called Deflect. Uh, deflect reads, after a ranged attack targeting you or an adjacent friendly figure resolves, a hostile figure of your choice in your line of sight suffers one damage. I really like that they added that as a flavor. Oh, yeah. They it's flavored him. It, that was great when they added Yeah, it just it. makes me think of uh, him on the barge, you know, in uh, Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Um, and then uh, he also has Heroic, which is pretty epic. Uh, once during your activation, you may perform an attack without spending an action. Um and just to clarify, I, I know there's a lot of debate about this when I first looked at Jedi Luke and was he wasn't out yet and I was reading boards and stuff about him. Of does this mean that this counts as my one attack for the round? I can use my actions for anything else. The answer is no. You can use an action to attack and get your heroic attack. So you can functionally attack twice per turn. Yeah. With yeah. Jedi Luke. So good. It's so heroic. Oh yeah, what a <laughs> it is a little juxtap it's like a juxtaposition of the Jedi way, right? That it it is classified as heroic for him to cut you down when ultimately his arc would be him not cutting down. The heroic thing to do is to not kill his father, right? <laughs> not cut down his father. Don't, don't Out do of it. anger. Don't do it, Luke. But in this game, uh, yeah, just go nuts, man. <laughs> yeah, forget it. All right. Um, so then he has health is 16. Ooh. He has a speed 4. Uh, defense is a white die. His attack is melee, and it's blue, green, and yellow. Oh, Jedi Luke. Yeah. So, uh, you know, let's talk attack. Um Right, we're getting right into the strengths. You talk to this. Um, you just want to talk about the attack. Yeah, just the bit. attack. Yeah. I think that's fair. The, you know, we've we talked before the blue, green, yellow. It's, it's nothing spectacular. I mean, three dice is nice, but you know, against the black die, he has like a ninety percent chance to do four damage. I love it when you. This is my favorite part of this when you phrase it that way because <laughs> you're just like, you know, it's about. You this. know, I just thought about it in my head. It's like 90%. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a super mathematician. Yeah. <laughs> no. So, again, we, we do use um, – there's an app, and you enter in the, the dice, uh, the dice pool, and what the surges are, and any built-in thing and yeah, um, yep. against the black die or white die. So I do use that pre-episode, so I have an idea. And, um, what? You know, I, I know, right? Oh, the magic is spoiled. Um, but it is four damage. If you go – I think I have to remember back, but – if you try to do five damage, it drops to somewhere in the the seventy percent chance, maybe even a little bit lower. Right, and uh, that's a. I think just for us to kind of go into this for a second here, right, is just to loop back on the blue, green, yellow. A lot of times, our problem with that dice pool is that the potential to roll too many surges is very high. Right, um, and none of the dice sides, and I mean, I guess right, like two two sides, but on the yellow and the blue in particular, you're very it's very possible to not get a lot of damage results. And anyone who's played Jedi Luke, if you've played him a lot, you've probably had the role of surge, surge, surge. Right. And you're like, feels, wait, what? Feels bad. Yeah. Feels pretty. I guess I do two, two damage, two. pierce three. Yeah. Yeah. But to that end, I don't think it's the sky definitely isn't falling, right? Four damage, 90% chance to do four damage against a black die is very strong across two attacks. Yes. And, and most, yeah. and mostly the, the, big benefit of Jedi Luke that I think of is that if you really need to remove a black dice character, let's say they are at six health, like a six health black dice, which is pretty at yeah. close to average. Like, right. That's the high health black dice figures. If they've taken a shot or two, that's your, like your weak ways are right at six. Your Rangers are at seven, right? So yeah, jet right, troops are at seven. Yeah. So right in that area, it's definitely possible for him to remove a figure right on his with his two attacks. Right. And with with a lot of reliability is kind of basically what I'm. Yeah. Like, it's very hard for those figures to there's no way they can move around the dice or do things basically that 
save themselves in that scenario. Like adding another block doesn't usually help. Adding no. evade doesn't help. Right. The um, yeah. Without getting too too far into it, because I, I you know I have a lot to add to that. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. But let's let's go through maybe our strengths. Um, so he has a built-in plus one damage and plus one evade. You know, you automatically mm. get that. Yep. Um, he has that surge for pierce three, which means you're getting through a black die for damage, right? You know, yep. black die max is three. If you can pierce three, even if they have Zillow, um, you know, that brings it down to a pierce one. Yeah, for one um, for one attack. Yeah, yep. so, and then that's gone. So then when Luke goes and does, does his heroic and gets an extra attack off, you know, that's, that's pretty strong because that, other, you know, Zillow's already been um, utilized. Right. He also has yep. Deflect. Um, definitely a strength here. You know, you causing a damage to a figure of your choice when attacked with a ranged weapon is great. Um, I personally have lost <laughs> and I've lost and figures him to or it. an adjacent figure. Yeah. Yes, yep. yeah. So what I've seen is people will kind of build a box around him with other figures. Right. Um, hey, go ahead and attack. You're going to get bounced back. Yeah. Yeah, and it's, it's really nice... <laughs> combined and maybe you're about to talk about this too but i think this is an okay time to throw in the health pool right of 16 health combined with deflect i mean right he he is a figure who's going to be in harm's way yes for much of the game much if not all of the game yeah i mean because his heroic ability you know you have to get up in there um plus the fact that he's melee yeah he has to be up close exactly so having these right 16 health white dice and deflect that kind of combination of an incentive basically pushing your opponent to maybe hesitate on the attack occasionally can can be a big boon, right, to his yeah. survivability. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, people, you know, current meta, mm. if we're talking meta, there's a lot of ranged figures with the hunters. Um, so they're out there shooting at him. So, right. you know, he's going to get those deflects, those opportunities to, to put some damage back at them or at another figure that he's about to kill or is down to one or two health. Yeah, it... It feels so bad when he rolls a dodge and you get deflected back. <laughs> yeah. yeah there's, there's almost nothing more insulting than the Jedi Luke dodge into deflect damage on your figure. <laughs> um, next ability, heroic. You know, again, that's insanely good. So oh typically Luke is getting two attacks per round or long movement of up to eight. You know, so you yeah, double do move, speed yep. four, speed four, and then you have that free attack. Um, yeah, and this really helps mitigate the problem that... I will generally bring up if I'm describing Obi-Wan to someone, right? His yeah. four move, right? He He's also a four move, a speed four character. Yeah. And a lot of times people will complain that right, he's just too slow. He's right. melee. He doesn't really have any reach options. But yeah, being Jedi Luke having that freedom to move twice if he needs to just yeah. makes makes a big difference. Yeah, so good. Um, That kind of rounds out. I mean, not, not that it's... Not many strengths, but it kind of rounds out what I was thinking of strengths. Um, anything to add? I mean, he has For strengths? A, a card pool, right? Yeah, yeah. And Well, into some, I mean, we'll talk about command cards, I suppose, in a little bit. But I guess I'd just <clears throat> describe him in some ways as well. I, I think a strength of his is that he is a piece that doesn't need, the list doesn't really need to be built around, around him, right? He, the... The list doesn't, he doesn't need synergy to be useful, right? Is what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah, right? I, so, I so, th- so think about, um, if we think about Farmer Luke, original Luke. Yep. He needs figures. He wants figures that are going to take advantage of that reroll, the inspiring reroll, right? So you yep. need offensive figures yep. that are ranged, likely, because he will also be at range, who yep. are going to be near him yep. performing so attacks. So positioning is an, something yeah. to take into consideration. Right? So they're, the other figures, you'd want them built around him to take full advantage of his fun- his functions where yep. jedi luke i would say in a lot of ways right he doesn't you can pop him in the list if you've got 12 points you can drop him in the list and the rest of your list can do something entirely different and can stand on its own without and you don't really need to think about how is jedi luke going to contribute to the way these other figures play he stands oh, yeah. on his own he's yeah. he's good on all on his own totally he's he's the the lone uh, lone ranger he's yeah. just out doing his <laughs> thing <laughs> the lone ranger <laughs> io silver um so the yeah I, I totally agree and you know this will go into how you play him but yeah, you know he, he has super strengths as far as he's so threatening right you know you you kind of put him out there a little bit and right. you know people will play around him assuming you know you might have that son of skywalker card or you might have other movement cards you know so it's 
he's the threat. The threat is real, right? He's out there, and you have to take that into consideration, and it's it's huge. Yeah, yeah, he's definitely a a board a board changer, a game changer, kind of. I guess you could say. <laughs> uh, all right, but it's not all good. <laughs> no, no, he he has a couple weaknesses, right? Not many, though. No, he's no, he's kidding. pretty expensive, you know, at twelve points. So when you're building your list, you know, we talk about how you don't have to necessarily think about the synergy, what's going with him, but when you spend twelve points of your forty, you know that that puts some limitations. Yeah, and you've definitely at that point, right? You've got a lot of invested in. Jedi Luke not dying in a turn or two, or at the beginning of turn two, right? Yeah, you you, you don't want Onar coming up and one-shotting him. Yeah, to, to that end as well, I think he's also one of those figures where you can be... He's one of those figures who can get you in trouble in terms of it might... I've seen a lot of players kind of misunderstand their position in the game where, right, they might be going neck and neck and objective points for a while, and, you're, and maybe they even pull ahead a little bit, and okay. then they lose Jedi Luke. And they don't, and it quite it hasn't quite hit them that so maybe they and their opponent are like at twenty three at twenty or twenty two or twenty four, and all of a sudden their opponent is at thirty six. Thirty six, right? and it's like okay, I win if I hold an objective at the end of this round, right? Yeah. It can it can really swing, right? In a way you're not expecting, it can if you're not paying attention, it can swing the point total really close to your opponent's basically your opponent getting having victory, getting a victory. Yeah. If you're not paying close enough attention. Yeah, totally agree. Um, you know, also you know getting back to that dice pool that blue green yellow and you know getting four damage it's it's not a ton it's not in the the realm of you know hunters with all their fantastic command cards and things to bump up the the attack you know the, that output right um, you know he, he's pretty consistent mm. but that you know you're not going to typically be able to rush luke up and get eight damage in one attack right you know so it's, it's. I feel like it's kind of stretching to call it a weakness, but it's something to be aware of. Yeah, just yeah. I think you're right. We mentioned that earlier. Just cognizant of these dice can kind of be bad. And I guess part of the blue, green, yellow dice pool as well is that the yellow and the blue just have a lot of single result sides, which right. Which you're, it's likely you're gonna see some. You're gonna see some of those, and sometimes you're gonna see all three dice have that, and, and that's and rough. That, that, yeah, that makes you sad. But yeah, and again, in some ways, just by having two attacks, that's kind of, I think, in a lot of ways, that's what he's balanced around, right? Is the, if his dice were more reliable, you probably, right? If he was like a green, green, blue, or a green, green, yellow, that'd yeah, probably be too good, right? Yeah, that'd be ugly. That'd be too much, that'd be too much reliability in getting yeah. all kinds of results. So that's, that's the benefit, that's the trade-off of two attacks, I would say. I, I don't know if it's necessarily a weakness, um, but you know, if you think about like focusing, you're probably not going to focus Luke because right, yep. the advantage of focusing him, you know, you might get an extra damage or two, two one or possibly, two more damage. But yep. it, you know, the, I think focusing other figures that you have is a better payoff. Yep. Because again, yeah, this goes back to some other conversations I'm sure we've had, but the idea of that if you roll it, right, it's too likely you're going to roll another surge on yeah. your green, right, or a damage surge, and then it's. You know, you're in the situation. Well, did I just pass a focus? Did I just pass one damage with my Gideon or three PO? Right, and when alternatively, if you had used that, you focus am. on somebody else that has more a greater surge pool, or or, yeah, a, or a surge for plus two damage, or so needed or, some range or whatever. It's, exactly, yeah, exactly. It's it's not a good use. Yeah, so I think you're right in saying it's probably not a strictly a weakness, but. In some ways, it's also right. They have the easiest way to focus people in the game. So yeah, and sometimes you sometimes you lose the figures you need focus, and then you're kind of stuck focusing Luke, and you're not getting all the value you would have hoped. I I, I will say that when I see a focus Luke, it makes me you know as I'm in the moment <laughs> playing yeah. even more concerned. You know, you're at, like, right. thinking he's a bigger threat. Yeah, but that's I think that's a fallacy. I think it's <laughs> it's not true. It doesn't Maybe. really. Maybe oh, when I play him, I should start doing that, though. Yeah, just and then I'll like, be like, holy crap! Oh, I'm not going out, a, out there. <laughs> um, so what, um, I don't know, what do you want to talk next? Uh, command cards, or do you want to do a comparison against Farmer Luke? Or Yeah, let's uh, let's look at this comparison to Farmer Luke quick. So um, just as kind of a reminder, so Farmer Luke was 10 cost versus 12 of Jedi Luke. Right. Um, you know, so... 
two more for for Jedi Luke. Original Luke was just a Force user, so the traits, you know, um, new Luke has a, a, a greater pool. You know, a leader and brawler. Leader, you know, as we talked before, you're typically not going to spend any. He cards. does. He does have the leader trait. Oh my yeah. god, that went right by me. Didn't even... <laughs> but it goes by you because you don't really think of him as a leader, right? <laughs> it's you're, true. You're not going to use one of his actions to do, you know, a leader command card. Everyone's a leader in this game. <laughs> yeah, you're a leader. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, uh, and then you know, there's a trade-off of auto damage in exchange for an auto evade. You mean the auto auto block versus oh, the yes, auto yes. evade? Yeah, auto dodge. Sorry. Versus auto evade. Yeah, sorry guys. Um, let's see. And then the Jedi Luke did gain an auto damage. Um, yeah. I, I would say Farmer Luke has better surges. Mm. You know, he has I, that. I completely agree. Plus two damage. He has recover two or plus two accuracy. Um, you know, the if you're comparing straight up that search for plus two damage versus search for pierce three uh you know it, yeah it's i don't know it's, it's hard to compare that right strictly there. because it's dependent on what you're going against if you're going against uh figures that you know can cancel pierce you know, like if you have zero uh, zillow mm. you know plus two damage is going to be better than you know going against canceling right yeah you know pierce two in, in some ways, I just kind of want to... I have, like, a chase I'd like to cut to in that yeah. these two figures are not the same at all. <laughs> no, no, they really aren't. I mean, there, there's so well, many differences. I was just Melee thinking, versus ranged. Well, and, and even just, like, with Inspiring and the Recover and ranged, yeah, right? Like, Farmer Luke, it, his just it's pretty obvious his purpose is just... His role in a list would have to be much different than Jedi Luke, where... Yeah, he's, he's a support offense he's a two yeah and i think we marked that as a weakness of his originally was this notion of he's a very expensive offensive support (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) whereas jedi luke is kind of i think we marked that as a weakness in the farmer luke as well was that you couldn't bring jedi luke yes (laughs) yeah that's right (laughs) oh this stinks (laughs) never mind um what about uh what about command cards so command cards yeah so jedi luke came with blitz um blitz is applicable to any figure used while attacking to apply plus one surge to the, the attack results mm, yep. which is silly that it came with yeah. him because blitz, great he doesn't com- need that blitz great command card terrible for jedi luke yeah <laughs> um he had also came with parry uh parries for a brawler or guardian used while defending to apply plus one defense yep. or block plus one block to the, to the defense. defense results mm. um you yeah know, i don't think it's that bad honestly no it's a zero cost i almost never run it no, I don't I, think it's that bad. Yeah, because, I mean, now there's so many other great cards, so yeah. you're actually choosing. You know, Early in the game, it was like, hey, I, I'm going to take this. It was more predictable yeah, what yeah. you're going to see. Um, now there's so many you know, yeah, choices. Yeah, it, it is hard to justify parry probably in with a Jedi Luke just because his health pool is... His health pool is so large, and it's kind of like you probably don't imagine that the one block is going to make It's going to make or break it. Yeah. Yeah. The last card I do see played a lot, and this one was Positioning Advantage. Any figure uses it. Use while attacking to apply plus one damage to the attack results. It costs zero. Yeah. Free Um, free damage for zero is great. Yeah. And, yeah, you you just said it. It's free damage. You know, you you play the card. There it is. Um, And oftentimes that one damage is the difference between removing a figure or keeping it on board. It can definitely happen, certainly. Which is funny how, you know, we, we say that. When in contrast, we just said with Perry, you know, one, one block it's true. isn't going to make or break it's true. it. Um, so how do, how do we square that? Can, can it be squared? I, I, I think mean, being that <laughs> positioning advantage is any figure, whereas Perry is a brawler or a guardian. Right. And really brawlers and guardians don't see a lot of play. It's currently. true. It's true. So I, I think that's how we kind of square that away. Um, yeah. Uh, I now that you say that, I was just thinking that even before while you were reading it was these blitz and positioning advantage both just being any figure is so nice. Yeah, so much flexibility. Yeah, yeah, that's probably a good point. Um, what uh, you know, aside from the cards that came with him, are there any cards that you would see as kind of more auto, either an auto include, you know, Son of Skywalker? Uh, yeah, of course. We, we've obviously talked about Son of Skywalker. Or, let's, let's just we should read it again just yeah. in case. So Son of Skywalker is Luke Skywalker only. It's three points, and it states, after a figure resolves an activation, ready your deployment card. 
So it basically gives Luke two, two activations. activations. And I, you know, I'm sure we said this last time, right? But the benefits are that you can play this card after any activation. So you can wait until your opponent activates his very last figure. Yep. And then drop it after they activate. So now if they move themselves to a stupid spot into Jedi Luke's position. Which I've done. Which I've also done. <laughs> Because they think Jedi Luke's already activated. I'm safe. Oh, nope. Sorry. Bam. I'm yeah. going. Yeah. In my case, it was so like I was playing a spy list. And, mm. you know, I looked at the, the cards in hand. Um, later on, he drew a card with maybe it was with Jabba or, you know, some other. Yeah. You know, somewhere another card came into play. Yep. And, you know, I did a quick calculation in my head. And I'm like, well, the, the chances are he did not pull it. Well, I was wrong. Yeah, well, he did. And I paid. I paid. Yeah, so that, I mean, obviously Son of Skywalker is amazing, and obviously you're always going to run it with Jedi Luke. And and that's a three-pointer, right? Yep, three points. It's a big one. Uh, But some of the other ones, so uh, I guess I would first bring up Devotion, just because. Yeah, it's a chance to get Son of Skywalker. So Devotion is droid only at zero points. Um, And for a special action, it states, choose an adjacent friendly figure. Then search your command deck and draw one card with that figure's name as a trait. Reveal it and then shuffle your command deck. So yeah, essentially, if a droid is standing next to Luke, you can use a special action, play Devotion, and then go just go get his card. Go get Son of Skywalker right out of the deck. Yeah. Now, it's zero points, which I think is the reason why I include it. I don't know if I would include it if it costs any more than that. But really? It's... Even at, at, at one? I bet you would at one. Two, maybe not. Yeah, maybe at one. Uh... The, obviously, the strength of it is that you change your odds of drawing Son of Skywalker in round one in your opening yep. hand from right from one of fifteen to two of fifteen because right. now I can draw either card and I'm going to get Son of Skywalker. Yep. Um, but obviously, the problem is that once you're round two, round three, yeah, the odds of your droid being next to Luke very low. So, yeah, or, or if you draw it later and you already have Son of Skywalker, it's not it's more or less a dead card. Yeah, you yeah. can't do anything with it. So, I. Yeah, so at zero points, it's definitely worth the risk. Absolutely. The, oh, yeah. At zero, it's definitely worth it. Cause, and that's mostly because Son of Skywalker is... The power so, level is yeah. so insanely high. Yeah, it's so so bonkers. Yeah. Um, at one, I, I, I think I would still bring it. At two, I would be considering it more. But you know, part of the reason I would have to consider it is Son of Skywalker is such a, a strong card and such a big part of the strategy that you would employ with you know, running either of the Lukes. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Uh, some other cards I took out just because they're useful. Um, force Rush. Okay. What's uh, that one? Is Force User Only. It's zero points, and it states, use at the start of your activation, you gain two movement points. So it uh, doesn't cost an action. You get two free movement points. Okay. And this is extra important because, right, we, we were talking about Jedi Luke could either move twice and attack with Heroic, or if he moves once, he can attack twice with Heroic. Right. Sorry, I said it. it's move twice, attack once, or move once, attack twice. Yes. Um, with Force Rush, right, you're essentially, because if you've played with Jedi Luke or played against him, you'll probably notice that there will be a lot of space counting on the board. <laughs> no, yes. And yep. I, I've done this plenty. On both of, sides, right? Yeah, yep, both of you will do it. I've, I've definitely sat there, looked at their Jedi Luke, pulled my, like, taken my finger to him, been like, all right, one, two, three, four, five, you know. Yeah. Okay, I would be five away if I'm here, if I, pu- if I position myself here, so I'm just out of the two attack range. And so basically, right, it's, it's a way to kind of upset your opponent's plans where they thought, okay, I'm out of range of the double attack. Well, force rush, boom. Now I have a range of six. Or yes. if I combine force rush and urgency, which I didn't pull urgency out, but yeah. it gives you more, again, gives you more movement points, right? Oh, now my range is eight instead of four. Right. And most, most players don't often plan around that. They definitely don't plan around eight, but no. occasionally you can get away with like the six, like, oh, they counted. And a lot of times that can be helpful too, even if you're, setting up for to contest an objective so mm-hmm. moving yourself five spaces away from the objective your opponent thinks oh okay i can move on it and sit on it yeah jedi luke might be able to d- double move attack me once but i'm not at risk when in reality there what about so you you know you talk about you know counting out the spaces with your finger i love it have you ever done that um <laughs> like so blatantly to like maybe make them question their own move probably yeah, probably I've, I've seen people doing that and not on purpose it's almost oh. always for me where i'm like panicking in the first round where yeah. i'm like okay 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 I, i've seen that a lot i'm safe uh, when the bantha you know was really popular oh, people yeah. would count out and be like so i could go here and then if i have jundland you're gonna get got right here <laughs> and so they they would intentionally kind of 
put it out there to dissuade you from going that way. Yeah. And then they just change it and go the way that they were going to go anyway. You know, so <laughs> it was a misdirection. It was, I, every time I play Jedi Luke, I always tease my opponent. I draw my three cards and I say, oh, oh. three Son of Skywalkers. <laughs> right. Looking good this game. <laughs> and um, I'm like, Eric, I've heard this ten times yeah, already. it's not funny. <laughs> um, so it actually is. I pulled out two other cards that... I don't think immediately come to mind, but I think are still really excellent. All right. No, I, I haven't seen. I'm going to guess um, just from back in the day when I played <gasps> Rebels, Heart of Freedom. How did you know? Because it, it's so good. It's, yeah. It's a great card because it, it, it gives you a lot of choices. Yes. And again, it, it's actually almost everything he needs in some ways. So, right, Heart of Freedom is any Rebel figure. So, and it's two points, and it states, use at the start of your activation to discard one harmful condition, comma, recover two damage, comma, and gain two movement points. Okay, so by the comma, you can do all of those. You get to do all of them, yep. yep. So, focus on the and conjunction here. Yes. It's inclusive. It's a, you can do them all. And it just solves so many problems you might run into, right? So, if he gets stunned, which is, right, the, the worst possible scenario for yeah. him in yeah, a lot yeah. of ways, it's, uh, you can just discard it. Gaining two health is amazing because, again, Jedi Luke, as you know how we were talking about earlier that your opponent is, he with 16 health and deflect and a white die, your opponent is disincentivized from attacking him. Yep. Like, it's he's basically, as a character, he's putting out an, a message like, don't attack me. It's not, it's a waste of your time because you're not going <laughs> to remove me very easily. Right. Um, and Heart of Freedom, just healing too is just one of those situations where it's just, uh, I'm just dump, I'm dumping more on there, yeah, right? Like, it's, making it's it worse for you yet. And then the two movement points for the same reason when we were talking about Force Rush, right? Just extending that range. It might give you the double attack when you would have only a single attack. Yep. And again, upsetting your opponent's plans. Yeah. So good. Wow. It, it is really good. And what does incredible. it cost? Two. Two. So it is a little expensive, honestly. It's expensive, but the utility of it is so broad, you know, especially if Ram. you're running um, uh, if you're running a rebel list, you know, you can use it on any figure. Yeah, if, so that's you, also nice. Yeah, if you're bringing Luke and you know maybe somebody else into you know a scum, you know not as you know mm. as powerful, you know, or not as many options, but still, I mean, for Luke, it's it's a great card to pull. Yeah, and you could, in case Luke is fine, you could even use it on C3PO if he got flamethrowered and took two damage and a weaken token. Bam, play hard to freedom. See yeah. a weaken token or recover or that if, damage. Or move if that two. bastard chopper, you know. <laughs> Gave him the old stun through the uh, the terminal. In your, not face, stun, the, in your uh, face chopper. Yeah, the, the damage through that terminal. Yeah, system shock. Yes, yeah, thank you. Um, and one more command card. Okay. Grizzly Contest I pulled out. Oh, yeah, that's good. And mostly, so the Grizzly Contest is brawler only. And okay, it costs, which Luke is. All, yep, he is. And also costs two. And it states, use during your activation, an adjacent hostile figure suffers two damage. Then you suffer two strain. Okay. So there's a little bit of give and take here. Yeah. Uh, but again, Jedi Luke, because he does that solid three to five every attack, there's a number of figures that might just barely evade, right, your killing blow. Yeah, the let's, killing blow. Let's yep. say you roll badly. Let's say you get only six damage, you're attacking a jet. Okay. Right? That extra two might be what you push over. Oh, might totally. push you over the edge. Yeah. And then if you're already holding Son of Skywalker... I would imagine that you really don't care about the strain. You're just going to discard the cards at that point. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, and well, and on top of that, I guess it's 16 health, depending on how Even close you take to death the two is. Damage. It's, not, it's not the end of the world. Yeah. Yeah, so it's, it's a really great card. And again, focusing on, I think something a lot of these cards have in common, Force Rush, Grizzly Contest, Heart of Freedom, don't cost you an action. No action involved, right? Right. Which is really important for me. Yeah, that's, that's, that's magical right there. Yeah. Like you, that's what we're looking for on these melee characters specifically. Yeah, because you, you need those actions to get... Get in the fight and then to actually execute yeah. a blow. You know what? A card that I didn't pull out, but give me one second. I'll pull it out of my list here because I know it's good. I lost it, Tim. There's a command card <laughs> that states you can perform an attack and move three. Hit and run, it's called. Hit and run, yes. I think yeah. it's any small figure, any figure. Tim's going to pull it up in a second here. But I used it. I'll use it with Obi-Wan Kenobi sometimes. But I could see it being good with Jedi Luke as well. But... Uh, Talk through the scenario. Why? Like, what do you mean? Um, well, so Jedi Luke, one of his problems in my mind is that if you move four and double attack, a lot of times you're sitting at risk. And your opponent kind of counts on that. Okay. Right? They might they might understand, well, I'm going to take a double attack on this figure. 
but I'm going to use this opportunity where melee Jedi Luke is out in the open. I'm going to, we're going to blast him down this round. Okay. This is one of those things where you can, again, playing on your opponent's expectations. They don't think you're going to be able to move heroic attack and then special hit and run attack and zip right around the corner again. Yeah, that's true. And now I've gotten a lot of value out of Jedi Luke already. And you're not going to, you're basically not going to do anything to him. And if, if you've played against Jedi Luke, and maybe this is kind of bleeding into the strategy section, but he, it becomes a war of attrition because as you may, I shouldn't, maybe that's not the right way, but as the game progresses and you lose figures, if you haven't done very much damage to Jedi Luke, there often is a time in the game where you will probably recognize that you're not, you're not going to be able to, you're remo- not, you're not removing him, yeah. him under any circumstance. And hopefully you're winning. If you're going to win, hopefully you're winning in some other way, because now you don't have enough figures to get rid of him. It's too, it's going to be too difficult to get yeah. rid of him. So hit and run, uh, any figure, special action, perform an attack after the attack resolves, you gain three movement points and it costs one. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you nailed it. Yeah. It's um, kind of, it's a nice, it's a nice card. And especially if you're running Obi-Wan, I think it's, it's also a card I like with him too. Yeah. It gives you utility for more than just one figure. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. But I, I, those are, mo- those are the command cards that I thought were worth bringing up. I'm sure there's more you could give a shot. There's more brawler cards. Lots of you play planning, um, fo- yeah. focus with them, inspiring speech. Yeah. Wow, I mean, again, you're <laughs> you're gonna use other figures to do those things, right? But yeah, you know, yeah, <laughs> he gets a free attack, so now you've got extra actions to Get out use of the leader. We just, cards. No, no, that's not right. Don't listen to that. Uh, um, <laughs> okay, yep, that's just me being uh, annoying. Yeah, facetious yeah. and annoying. Um, all right, so strategies, yeah, let's move into the strategy. So Let's talk strategies of you playing him. How to play him, And then, him, yeah. you know, a couple things maybe if you're playing against him. Right. So if you're playing you start. Yeah. as Luke, um, you know, one strategy, you hopefully can use him last. Um, get him positioned to then, if you have Son of Skywalker, you're going to use Son of Skywalker. Mm. So, you know, that's probably three attacks you're getting off. Yep. You know, from, so you do a double move, use your heroic that's an attack you son of skywalker and bring him back two attacks and then you can move him away or if you anticipate having initiative move him even further in so that you're set up for the next round right and that's that's kind of what i would describe as the optimal scenario that sometimes can just win you the game yeah that's that's luke in uh, in god mode now i find that gets harder and harder to find opponents who are going to position themselves so aggressively <laughs> yes. that they'll let you do that. Yeah, I, yeah I, I agree. Ideal scenario, you're dropping five attacks with Jedi Luke before he gets attacked ever. And probably, yes. hopefully, pulling two figure. That's like a two-figure removal you would expect, two yeah. normal-ish, you know, like a deployment group. Yeah, yeah. It's Six, seven health guys. <laughs> it doesn't feel good to have that done against you. It's, it's kind of... No. But I'll, I'll tell you... It feels it, awful. Having it done against you and getting that Son of Skywalker out ah, does yeah. feel good. Yep. You know, I just knowing that you don't have to play around that the whole time. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, you know, so that's one thing, you know, ultimately, if I'm running Luke, I want that to happen, you know, as we just described. Yep. That, that is the, and again, that requires a very specific, to guarantee it, it requires a very specific set of command cards, right? So either you need Son of Skywalker. You need to be holding either take or negation to guarantee that you're going to be the one who activates Luke first. Right. Yeah. So there, there is a, a pretty specific set of circumstances you need but to not, meet. But not overly difficult for it to come up because well, it's I've come seen, up against me quite a yeah, few times. Yeah, it's happened to me too. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, the other or another strategy with Luke is area control. So, yep. you know, because he is so threatening, if you get him positioned um, in the correct way, you your opponents have to take that into account that yep. you might be pulling off that son of Skywalker and, you know, taking out extra figures and positioning yourself for the next round. So it's the equivalent of a bluff basically. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's so threatening. Okay. I don't have the magic combo that I just described, yeah. but I might, and I'm <laughs> right, moving right. in a way that says I do. <laughs> yes. And, and I've fallen for that. You know, it's, you have to take it into consideration. Yeah. We mentioned this, I think with Taro as well. Just that idea of as you bump him forward, right? You're you're essentially communicating, 
Don't leave your don't yeah. leave your deployment zone. Yeah. Don't open that door. Don't go get an objective. <laughs> don't open a door. Don't come out here. <laughs> but then sometimes it works. Yeah, when when you are bluffing and they and sometimes they kill they them. commit. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that that's sad. Uh, yeah, that's pretty good. Anything else? Like how how do you use them or how have you seen them used? Oh, so so I like to embrace and this kind of goes back to that card to the hit and run card, but that. Take that as a possibility of just a even a larger tactic you could use, right? The, this idea of occasionally I'll use a hit-and-run style in the beginning where, okay. right, like I might move four, use my heroic attack to remove someone who, right, just single, single attack a guy that I've already put some damage on. Yeah. Like get, kill him. And then instead of, like maybe if I'm adjacent even to another figure, I might not even choose to attack another figure. I might just use my, I might double move and get out. Because okay. again, having the full health Jedi Luke can often influence, put a lot of pressure on your opponent, like yep. influence what they're going to do. And I, I feel like I've played against you where you used Luke and you had 3PO on the board, so you moved him back adjacent to 3PO to get that additional it's, it's pretty obnoxious, um, yeah. evade. Yeah, it's obnoxious. Yeah, so then when you <laughs> when you try it, you're like, okay, I'm going to go at Luke anyway. Mm. Well, you know, now that jerk has two evades, you know, because he has that plus one built in. <laughs> he has the one from 3PO, and then he's deflecting, deflecting at me. Yeah. It's like, I'm not even going to bother. Yeah, I, I, and sometimes in describing this tactic, like if you're going to play him as more of a hit-and-run style where you want to keep your 12 points, right? Because when it comes down to it, in a lot of ways, you do want to preserve the 12 points. You don't want to give up the 12 no, points, no. as we yeah. mentioned, right? Um, so if you hang him out there, this is just kind of a warning of, he definitely can die, yes. especially against Weakways, who, if he doesn't ever roll the dodge, if you can always force the re-roll, like yep. it, it goes fast. It can happen very fast that he dies, because if he doesn't roll the dodge, his damage mitigation outside of that is very low. Very, very low. Yep. So he, he is a, a lot squishier than you think he's going to be, but and I've, had, I've had Onar's deal... 11 damage to yeah, a Jedi Luke before. So when he's focused. In a single he, attack. Yeah, and then he That's has something some to watch out for. He and, is a primary target. Yeah, Command definitely. card target, yeah. Um, I don't know. What, what about if you're playing against him? Yeah, playing against him is interesting. Uh, I think one... Uh, my advice normally now, when I was a new player, I would I think I tried to ignore him too often. Okay. Which I didn't find very helpful. Which I, okay, I, didn't, the, I didn't find very beneficial most okay, of the time. This is interesting, like because yeah. I kind of have uh, an alternative view on it. That's so yeah. So I've so this is interesting because I've won games playing it both ways. I've won games okay. where I ignored Jedi Luke the entire game. Yep. But then there's some games where if I go if I would go all in with say two elite sets of jet troopers. Okay. Sometimes he just dies, and I'm like, I felt good. I win. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Because wow. once you take him out, it's it's like, you know, it really well, hampers their list. Yeah, yeah. It's like, as oh, long as I... you don't lose too much of your own. Right, right. Okay, so counter to what you just said. To you know, sorry, I've, the ignoring him or going all in? Uh, to going all in. Okay. You know, so I've, you know, like especially on Nalhuda, you know, the new map, you have that center corridor, which a lot of the fight happens in. Yep. And then you have a corridor on the left and right of the map. So I've had luck kind of luring him in to one of the corridors, you know, either the left or the right, not the center. Yeah. And then, you know, he might get a figure, but then it takes him another round to get back into the fray. Yeah, so, and that's a... Yeah, so then I'm capitalizing on objectives and, you know, weakening the rest of the list mm. before that big brute can come in and, you know, take out some other figures. Right. And then I just kind of play the objective game and, you know, kind of ignore Yeah, him. I think now Huda is probably a special circumstance and i don't want to make this too map focused because these are going to yeah. change out but right let's just say generally now huda has objectives that are spread quite far from each other yeah so if jedi luke wants to remove a figure from let's say a if it's a line of four and he's going to remove a figure from one that's on the end it's quite difficult for him to move back to the middle even it's hard to even move to the middle two points let yep. alone the four the other end which is probably impossible for him to get to in a single activation or yeah. even two maybe it's yeah it's pretty hard um, but, uh, right. If I think back to some other maps, so say like Java's palace or ISB headquarters that have objectives that are, let's say a lot closer yeah, together. Yeah. There's some proximity to them. Yeah. Where he can kind of, 
you actually it's a lot easier to get a lot of value out of out of Jedi Luke, but also kind of just access him with your other figures. So it's kind yeah. of a it's kind of two sides of the coin there. Yeah. Um the the other thing is, yeah, you, you just go all in. Right? Yeah, and so I, it doesn't feel like there's a middle ground to me. Oh like yeah, if you're not if you're not trying to kill him, you just don't attack it. Yeah, I, I, maybe that's like ultimately where we end on the advice of this because either you're trying to remove him now, yeah, or you're not, or you're just ignoring him entirely. Yeah, you, you, and you've no got to prioritize him, or you know, yeah, to leave him alone, stay away. And specifically, if you have right, if you have figures that can get rid of a dodge, that's yep. kind of best case scenario versus Jedi Luke. Yeah, to just ensure that you're going to put the damage through. Yeah, so like. Figures that can do re-rolls like HKs or weak ways. Oh, so good. Um, yeah, re- plus the fact that they're hunters, so they have access to all yeah. those delicious cards. Yep, they're so um, good. They're really excellent versus him. So I, I guess we can circle that around. If you are playing with Luke, you need to be aware of those guys. Yep. And what the, the ba- very bad things they can do to you. Absolutely. Um, and normally when I'm playing, if I'm playing Imperials, see, you know, there is a lot of incentive to ignore him because I, I will say this. If you attack, if you, let's say you go all in two sets of elite whatevers, but okay. for, for this purpose, we'll say elite jets. Okay. If he rolls two dodges over those four attacks, you probably lose. Oh, yeah. Like, it's probably over. You yeah, probably didn't he's, get... he's deflecting even if he's dodging. Yep. And, you know. And it's kind of a, even though, right, the odds are not very high that he's going to roll two dodges, but, I mean, it's happened. <laughs> yeah, it, it certainly has and happened. And in, in uh, some ways, right, that it actually limits a lot of your... It kind of stinks because you're putting so much of the game on the line just for that, right? Right. Just for that little... And and by doing so, you're ignoring objectives, typically, and you're ignoring the other figures supporting Luke. So yeah. whatever you have in that Luke list. But at least now, also, Rebels will be getting Ahsoka pretty soon. Okay. Who can force a reroll. She'll have the ability to force a reroll, which okay. will be nice for dealing with him. Uh, yeah. Then there's obviously cards like Element of Surprise or Heightened Reflexes if you're rolling running ranges. I'm really just kind of yeah. talking about the Rebels because they don't have any way to remove a dodge. Imperials are basically just in trouble. They don't. <laughs> right. I mean, Vader and the Inquisitor both have... There's a command card that lets you... Like, Deadly Precision is the command card name. lets you remove a dodge. Yeah. And again... Again, the, the reason why I'm focusing on the dodge so much is because, if again, when he rolls it, you lose so much value you waste so much time and because his power level is so high if you can't remove him and you're wasting your attacks on him it's it's gonna turn out very badly yeah it doesn't no it's in no way is it good so yeah strategy playing against him uh, again like if we if we just rolled back a little bit of strategy playing against him i mean outside of just ignoring him and or trying to kill him i think i don't want to say a hybrid but the ignoring strategy coupled with just being very cognizant of his positioning, right? If you can get him to go somewhere where he doesn't have easy access to the rest of your list. Yeah. And especially now, HUD is a good example of that, but there's a lot of objectives on that map where you can kind of be pretty far. If he goes to the wrong spot, he could be out of combat for a long time. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I, uh, I've, <laughs> I can't remember which map it was. It might've been on the ISB map. And I, frankly, I, Maybe I shouldn't have even brought it up because I don't remember the details. But my <laughs> list, my list was it had some stun capability in it, yep. and I was able to stun Luke, and then kind of group all my guys together. And when he finally unstunned and came in, yeah, it was it was too much. He couldn't handle it. Yeah. So there's, you know, depending on the map and what list you're running, there are mm. some unique things you can do. Right. Um, some atypical things like stun. You just you don't see stun out there very much anymore. Yeah. Um. I I, I really hope it makes a, a comeback into lists right well oh yeah and that's a, i guess that's a good point too right um so if you think about luke he's kind of a he's a reminiscent of the bantha where he's kind of supposed to be a distraction in some ways right yeah that's why we talk about you either ignore him and fight the rest of the list or you fight him yeah and that's ideally your opponent is taking advantage of the space jedi luke is making for the rest of his list to be offensive without really being threatened by your list um but right some if your opponent isn't seasoned enough or maybe they make position error, there are some times where Luke can get himself too deep and the rest of the list, your opponent's list, doesn't really have access to your list. So it's just your whole list fighting Jedi Luke. Maybe they can get an attack or two off, but if they can't take full advantage of that situation by kind of with a combined strike, right? if he gets in too deep, you can remove Jedi Luke then. And yeah, and then you're... Yeah, you might lose some stuff. But again, it's 12. Thinking critically... 
he needs to remove four elite figs, about four elite figs to get his cost back. Yeah. Right. Think of think of it that yep. way. And when you, I feel like when you start thinking of it like that, it's when you start to think, is he actually gonna be able to do it? That's a hard. That's a tall order to do. That's a lot of Jedi Luke attacks. It it is. Um, and I I don't want to keep beating the the you know the same topic, but right. It's also the um, the threat. You know, the threat is real. Yep. And so even if he isn't directly doing all that damage and getting it, um, he's creating <clears throat> situations where the rest of your list is able to. Yeah, absolutely. So, so yeah, he definitely is a space creator. So if you positioning will be important versus him just to kind of make it so they can't capitalize on that. Yeah. I think we've beaten that. We've yeah, just like, yeah, well, let's, let's leave that. That's, yeah. I feel so good. What, what about... Uh, so what kind of list would you put him in? Yeah, so I've put together a couple lists. Okay. Now, I'll focus on the rebel one if you want to talk about uh, the scum one. Okay. Because we put together two. Uh, so for the rebel list, I just put together something that I thought was fun. I think a very traditional list is Luke and Rangers sprinkled in with Hera and 3PO and Gideon. And I'm not going to talk about that one specifically because, honestly, the core of it is Jedi Luke and Rangers at 24 points. And then with a Rebel Care package. And then you're, you're kind of free to do what you want after that. And it's a very strong list. And a lot of players run it. Um, but a list I put together that I thought just sounded fun. Because it's enjoyable. is So this gets you to 39 points. Um, but I would do Jedi Luke and Obi-Wan for 19. And then I'd throw in 3PO and Gideon for another 5. That would bring you to 24. And then I threw in Echo Base Troopers and Rebel Sabs. So I thought it would just be kind of a Ooh, nice... Sabs. Yeah. Like, so, yeah. Uh, and this is kind of like your opportunity to, uh, gee, do I want to get a lot of different Rebel units out of my box for once? <laughs> <laughs> but, but the benefit is, is that the Echo Base, uh, Luke and Obi-Wan can kind of move as a squad in some ways to hold an objective. And they're all kind of hard to remove, right? All, all four of these figures are difficult to remove. So Luke can kind of use them as a shield in some ways as they move forward. The Rebel Sabs are just there to provide a little bit of um, tech, kind of, you know, like some control with yeah. the stun. And also, if I imagine if Luke and Obi-Wan are in someone's face, they don't have a lot of time to worry about the Sabs, so that kind of gives them some defense in their own way, a little protection. Uh, and then I wanted to leave one point open because I thought this would be an okay time to at least mention, even though I don't think these cards are very good, but Jedi Luke is an okay candidate for cards like Unshakable. So Unshakable is a skirmish upgrade that is one point, and it states, exhaust this card at the start of one of your activations and choose one of your figures with a figure cost of nine or greater, which is Jedi Luke. Uh, and that figure discards one harmful condition and then suffers one strain. So it's basically hedging against getting stunned, right? Yeah. Because that's the worst possible scenario is getting stunned for Jedi Luke. Um, he's also a candidate for Motivation, which is a skirmish upgrade for one, again, it's an attachment. It goes on a unique figure only. And it states, exhaust this card during your activation and choose a friendly figure with a lower figure cost than you. So that's almost everyone at 12 points. And with line, or wait, friendly figure with lower figure cost than you with line of sight to you, that figure may discard a harmful condition and recover one. Then that figure gains one movement point. So it just kind of gives him a little support buff and he can pass, you know, some, he can heal and help someone move, remove a harmful condition. So all right. It's kind of an okay little And how many function. activations? In mine, yeah. uh, three, six. So middle middle of the road. Average. Yeah. Average activation count. Yeah. I, I, I feel good with six activations. Five always feels little like low. I'm missing. A little low. Seven, I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, you have a cool list over there. Uh, I don't know how cool it is. But so cool. I've I played it before, and it's, it's fun. Yep. Um, so it's, uh, it's a mercenary, a scum list. So, you know, we'll start with Jabba, yep. the king of mercenary support. Um, using, of course, Temp Alliance. With Temp Alliance, I'd bring in Jedi Luke. Uh, so right now we are at uh, 12 for Luke, 6, 18, 19, 19 points. Um, I'd bring in Indentured Jester. And he's, you know, you bring in that little salacious B crumb, and he's, he's just annoying, you know, with a scratch and kind of moving up, and he has six health. And the brawler um, trait. Yeah, yeah, and the he brawler. Grizzly contest yeah. you. It's the worst. <laughs> and I've been grizzly contested <laughs> by him. Um, then I'd bring in, uh, in addition to Luke with that Temple Alliance, I'd bring in 3PO. So that's two points. That's nice. Bring in Onar, Greedo. Greedo has this five speed. Um, it only costs four. And then round it out with a 
team of elite Weequay pirates. Um, so again, six activations. Um, you have some melee through Luke and uh, indentured servant, but also you have a lot of um, you know ranged attacks with Onar and the Weequay. So you get to use those yeah, hunter cards, and you know with the Weequays you get that reroll. So yeah. it, it's. I it's, like that it has a very nice Jabba's Palace flavor to it. Yeah. Right, like. Yeah. Yeah. Come and get it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I just remember when you, we had a friend this weekend who ran Jedi Luke and uh, IG, IG together. Yep. I've seen that now more often. Um, I don't know how good it actually is, but it's probably, if you want to have a lot of fun, that actually sounds like a really entertaining <laughs> list, right? It's, it's, uh. It doesn't seem like it'd be fun to play against, though. Uh, like that. Nope, sounds terrible. Yeah, that fear of Luke reactivating with Son of Skywalker, ugh. and then IG with Blaze of Glory, and <laughs> ugh. But, but yeah, he he won his store championship Star with yep. that. Um, yeah. You know, he had, of course, some other figures rounding it out, but nope, uh, just those. No, just those two. <laughs> He's like, well, I have I have fewer. Uh, Who could beat these deployment? Oh, points. points so I can I'm, deploy anywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can choose my deployment zone. It's perfect. Yeah, yeah and that, that's what won it for him. Yeah, exactly. No. All right. Um, I, yeah, I feel like that kind of wraps up Luke. This is going to be our longest episode ever. Well, I mean, he's a lot to talk about. Oh, 12, to take in. 12 whole points. He, he's this a, podcast he's is a tall go. drink of water, yeah. Luke. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, it's getting, it's getting hot in here, so we better wrap this one up. <laughs> uh, yeah, God. Excellent. All right. All right, I think that's where we're wrapping this one up. Cool. Right. One, uh, one more down, getting closer to uh, finishing up the Jabba's realm sort of uh, time period. Yeah. And until uh, next time, I you guess. You know what I forgot about, though? The, um, all the special characters that come with Jabba's realm, too. The little heroes, the four heroes that came oh, with yeah. it. Oh, yeah. So, uh, right, so maybe not. To uh, that fix that, uh, we're not that close to being done with it. <laughs> but the separate packs you could buy are almost done covered. Yeah. All right. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening. Uh, We will talk to you soon. All right. Thanks, guys. Goodbye.